Hey there, Golf Trip Junkies. The Golf Trip Authority is here bringing the experience of the Buddy Golf Trip to life with the mission to entertain, inform, and inspire you with critical information for planning your next Buddy Golf Trip. I will get the 411 from industry experts with knowledge about the greatest golf resorts, courses, products, and services that make your golf trips truly memorable. Tune in weekly to get the latest golf trip goodness delivered straight to your earbuds. I'm your host, John Morse. Let's tee this up. What comes to mind when you think of Cancun? At Ibero Star, it means beaches that stretch for miles, luxury accommodations, unbelievable dining experiences, and of course, spectacular golf. Ibero Star Resorts is home to two world-class hotels, each with their own golf club that are close enough to encourage golfers to play both on a south-of-the-border buddy golf trip. In Cancun, in the north, the Ibero Star Selection Hotel services the Ibero Star Golf Club in Cancun. Down south in Riviera Maya, and only 30 minutes away, the Ibero Star Grand Paraiso Resort services the Ibero Star Playa Paraiso Golf Club. At either location, luxury and fun awaits while golfers enjoy sun, sand, surf, and golf in one of the most beautiful regions in Mexico. Here to talk about the golf trip goodness at Ibero Star Resorts is the director of golf and, of course, our friend, Mr. Greg Bond. And we'll be back to talk to Greg right after we thank our sponsors. Are you a private club member? Have you wanted to play other clubs without begging your pro or friends for favors? Do you want to meet and play with other like-minded members from the world's best clubs? Well, you can by joining Thousand Greens. It's the world's largest, no-obligation community of members from private clubs across 40 countries. Learn more at thousandgreens.com. That's thousandgreens.com. Hey, Golf Trip Junkies, for an addictive read first thing in the morning, subscribe to the Morning Read newsletter. It's free in your inbox six days a week. You'll find PGA Tour news and sharp opinions from veteran golf writers, plus original videos, podcasts like the Golf Trip Authority, and more. Visit MorningRead.com and sign up for free today. That's MorningRead.com. Hey, Greg, we're so happy to have you here today. Thanks for joining the show. Say hello to the Golf Trip Junkies and tell us something about the Ibero Star Resort that not many people know about. Hey, Golf Trip Junkies. Uh, this is Greg Bond, Director of Golf here at the Ibero Star Resorts here in beautiful Mexico. Well, we've got a great destination here, and it's uh, it's really amazing. Uh, one of the cool things that, that most people don't know uh, is that if you go around the golf course here, uh, specifically at the Fly Pariso and, and other golf courses in the area, you're going to come across uh, some, some trees which are indigenous to the area, and you're going to see slash marks on these trees. And those slash marks come from what was used to farm a sap, a gummy substance. Well, that gummy substance was actually part of the start of chewing gum, or as we call it here, chicle. And in the mid-19, or excuse me, the mid-1850s, a gentleman by the name of Thomas Adams decided to take some of that stuff back to the States. He was an inventor and chemist. He added sugar and flavoring, and that's how you got Adams gum. No kidding. When you come here to play golf, Take a moment to look at some of those trees, and you're going to see the actual slash marks from how they uh, how they harvested 
the gummy material to be used in some of the first production of Gummo, what's here in Mexico called as chicle. That's really incredible. That's really neat. So is that where, like in that region right there, those were the original trees because they're so old? Or is this just kind of indigenous to the area those types of trees were used? Yeah, those those are the types of trees. It's called a chica sapote. And you'll find them uh, throughout the entire region. But specifically here in sort of the, the high jungle uh, is where they uh, they're cultivating uh, this material. Uh, so they could use it in the production of chewing gum. And actually, they were trying to use it for uh, rubber materials for war purposes, uh, but that didn't pan out for them. And uh, it was actually uh, used in, in the production of chewing gum, which exploded in the uh, 1850s and 1860s. How about that? That's really interesting. Well, Golf Trip Junkies, go check it out. That's where chewing gum got started. So, uh, you know, this is really interesting about that area. And and Golf Trip Junkies, our listeners out there, we're talking about the Iberostar Resort, which basically has two different properties and two different golf courses. And Greg's here to talk a little bit about uh, how you can stay at either one of those hotels and play both of the golf courses. So Greg, without further ado, let's jump into this. Let's talk a little bit about that lay of the land. You mentioned these trees, you know, you've got two properties that are about 30 to 40 minutes apart. Let's talk about the region and, uh, and some of the geography and what makes those golf courses unique so much for the, uh, for the landscape. Well, we really have two completely unique uh, styles of golf courses. Our golf course in Cancun is right next to the Michupec uh, Lagoon uh, between the ocean and the city. And that is, um, I like to re- refer it to my, as my blue-collar golf course. Uh, it's, it's fairly user-friendly, has some wide fairways. There is some challenge to it. Um, always in really decent condition. And the location is absolutely fantastic because you are, Right in the heart of the hotel zone, um, you're no, uh, you're two minutes from the from the hotel, which is uh, just connected by a tunnel going underneath the, uh, the the avenue. But you've got one of the nicest beaches of all of Cancun. It's this Playa Delfines, and it's right in front of the Star Cancun uh, Hotel. The golf course also has uh, ancient Mayan ruins uh, on the side of hole number. 16, um, which have been there for uh, about 1,200 years. But it's a beautiful golf course. Uh, now, given that, our golf course here at Playa Paraiso is uh, what I like to call our, our Hoya or our jewel, our crown jewel. It's actually one of the nicest golf courses uh, you'll ever play. The, the golf, course con- golf course conditions are absolutely spectacular. Uh, undulating greens, emerald pastel and grass, wall to wall. And it's just a marvelous facility. It's a challenge for anyone who's a golfer, avid golfer. Uh, it'll be one of the best golf courses you've ever played. 
Uh, it sounds amazing. Uh, I actually have played the other one, the uh, the Cancun uh, Ibero Star Golf Course. Now, Brian, we were uh, talking about this and kind of laughing before the the show started here about you know bringing our families down there. Traditionally, we think about Cancun as um, you know the the spring break holiday, uh, and what we're really trying to do with this is really make it you know, apparent to buddy trips that you can come down there, enjoy all the goodness of the beaches, both up in Cancun and down in uh, Riviera Maya. And Brian, that place is so much fun and the courses are amazing. Why wouldn't you, with the price point and things like that, why wouldn't people want to bring their groups up down there to uh, enjoy all of that? That's right, John. I mean, the thing that's amazing, I've the same pleasure of going down there with my family for years and years. And just knowing how easy it is once you get to the airport, how easy it is to get to and from uh, any of these, either one of these properties uh, is, is tremendous. And, uh, and you're right. Uh, you know, having a, a jewel that we were just talking about, I mean, right there and being able to play both back to back with your buddies, I think would be a lot of fun and be well worth the trip. Yeah. So Greg, I bet you're getting a lot of groups down there that, uh, that are enjoying the beaches. They're enjoying the golf. They're enjoying a lot of the nightlife. Now you've got two distinct areas. I mean, we wanted to get right into the golf. You know, you've, you mentioned the crown jewel down there. Why don't we start with that? And then, uh, tell us more about that particular golf course. What makes it unique? Why are you taking care of that one more so than the other one? I, you know, these are just questions I think some of our golf trip junkies have. So let's unpack all of that. Well, it really started from the very beginning. Uh, this golf course was Ibero Star's first endeavor into golf. So we decided that we were going to do it right. So from the very beginning, from construction uh, to completion and, and operation, we decided we were going to make this absolutely spectacular. And, and, I, and I think we delivered on all of that. Uh, this course has hosted uh, the Canadian Tour, the PGA Tour Latin America, we were the host of the World Amateur Team Championships for the first time in 56 years uh, here in Mexico. Uh, we've hosted the Big Break Mexico and 11-time uh, host of the Monday Qualifier for the PGA Tour Mayakoba Golf Classic. So uh, the credentials are there. The golf course is absolutely, uh, absolutely spectacular and a challenge for really those, those, those avid golfers. And we get a lot of people, actually. We have a lot of uh, small groups uh, you know, eight to 20 players that come down and, and they just want to golf. And we have uh, unlimited golf packages uh, for those people who are the real golf junkies, like, like your listeners. That's right. And, uh, and they, I mean, they just, it's just golf, golf, golf. I mean, they absolutely love it. Obviously there's a lot more things to do in the area uh, than golf. And we can talk a little bit about that as well. But uh, I tell you what, you come down and play this golf course, you are going to come, Come away with uh, with smiles on your face and uh, really impressed with the facility. Yeah, that sounds really amazing. And, uh, you know, staying on that course down at Playa Paraiso is that that golf course, you know, it's beauty, but you guys boast a lot of like flora and fauna that are indigenous to the region that are pretty awesome. Like when I played even the other course, there were uh, alligators in the uh, in, in the ponds. I'm sure you have that down there, too. What so what kind of animals can you expect to see? Brian, I don't think there's any hippopotami, but, uh, <laughs> we've got, we have a lot of, we have a lot of animals, uh, here we have a uh, deer there on the golf course, obviously monkeys. Uh, we do have, uh, uh, boa constrictors, which are, you know, they, they look, they look intimidating, but they're, they're, they're not, uh, 
uh, when we were constructing the golf course, we actually had some big cat uh, that were here on the property. They've since uh, they've since left because they don't they don't like humans very much. So, uh, but we have a lot of uh, different animals on the golf course, and it's it's really interesting to see. And of course, we do have a, a few crocodile on this one, not as much as the one in Cancun, which uh, has quite a few crocodiles. But we have a few here, and they're not very big, so they don't bite very hard. Ah. So don't be reaching your hands in the water to retrieve your Pro V1. Just keep your hands out, let it go. I said, yeah, not not worth putting your hand in the water. No, no. Now, how about the monkeys? Are monkeys out there stealing golf balls when you hit them? Are they are they mischievous like that? Well, you know, uh, they are. And um, if you go online and you look up uh, uh, monkeys Mayakoba Golf Classic. Uh, which is right down the street from us, so we have the same topography uh, and the same wildlife. You're actually going to see uh, monkeys that will be stealing golf balls. Uh, they will come into the starter's tent, which I'm actually the starter for the Michael Golf Classic. Uh, they'll come into the starter tent and they'll steal the, the fruit. They'll steal the apples and the, and the bananas, and, and they're very <laughs> uh, they're, they're they're very social. They'll, they'll come right up. They'll come right up and take the fruit right out of the baskets that are actually there for the players. How fun. Brian, I don't think we've uh, talked about any golf course or golf resort with an experience like this with these kinds of animals. That's pretty cool. No, John, this is definitely a first for that. <laughs> for sure. So before we leave the Playa Paricio golf course, what what's the signature hole out there? What what do you want golfers to experience when they're playing that course? What 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 can they walk away with? Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you something that the that the golf course designer told me, who's PB Die. Uh, and once you know, we had opened the golf course, and there was we were doing. Uh, a report with some with some reporters, an interview with some reporters, and they asked them that specific question. And they said, PB, uh, what is the signature golf course here at Playa Paraiso? And he looked them right in the eye and said, I built 18 of them. And he really is not far off the mark there because there's so many fabulous holes out here, and each is unique into a, on its, itself. And... It's just one after another. Not one is the same. Um, I particularly think that hole number nine is uh, probably one of the most picturesque uh, holes that you'll have because you're teeing it up, and right in front of you is a 200-yard-long rock riverbed, and then you go up the hill. You have to carry it about 250 uphill into the wind to get on top to see the green, and the backdrop of the green is the... Mayan pyramid, uh, the replica of Chichen Itza, and it's wow. just a beautiful backdrop. How cool is that? Golf trip junkies, there's some uh, eye candy for you when you're out there playing. That just sounds amazing to me, Greg. Um, no, thanks for that. That's awesome. Our golf trip junkies will love it. Let's move on over to the Star Cancun Golf Club. And tell us a little bit about that. I know what you just mentioned earlier is that it's directly connected to the Pyramid Hotel over there. Uh, but let's talk about that golf course. That's the one I played. It was magnificent. We had such a blast out there. It was perfect. It was close to the hotel. Um, got on and off. It was fantastic. We had a blast. Tell us some more about that. Yeah, it's a it's a fun golf course. Um, it's challenging enough to, to keep the, the avid golfer uh, inspired. But it's uh, it's wide enough that uh, 
you know, the, the weekend hacker can go out there and, and, and have some fun. You know, the old saying, location, location, location. And this is absolutely one of the best located golf courses uh, I've ever seen because it's literally 15 minutes from, from any hotel in the Cancun hotel zone. And as I said, it's um, uh, adjacent to our Ibero Star Cancun uh, hotel, which is right there on the best beach in all of Cancun. But yeah, the conditions are very nice. We took this hotel and property over back in 2011. And uh, since then, we've just been making improvements upon improvements. And the golf course is uh, it's really nice, uh, really nice conditions. Uh, people will enjoy it very much. Some beautiful views. And of course, being an all-inclusive concept, you've got your food and beverage included in your, in your green fee. So it uh, makes it really nice, and, and folks can get out there for an early round and be back on the beach by noon. Yeah, that's perfect. And the track out there, basically, you guys did such a great job out there. Even though they say it, it's the second best course out there, this is one of those things that, Greg, around here, you would expect to play $80, $90 for a round of golf up in Chicago for something that quality. And down there, I mean, you're getting that plus more because uh, the the course is so amazing and uh, and it's so close to everything. It's just easy access. If you're going to go and with your buddies and hang out at the beach, go get on the golf course, come back to the beach, or go play 36 and go hit the beach. There's so many options when you're right there at the Cancun property. So with that, Greg, let's talk about these two hotels. What do you, what do you expect when you've got groups of eight coming in? Um, they can stay at one of the two resorts. Obviously, you're going to be up in Cancun if you stay there, or you go down to Riviera Maya at the Playa Paraiso Hotel, uh, the Selección, I believe. Um, tell us about that. I think it's, what, 30 minutes apart? Do you guys have shuttle service? What can groups expect as they go between the hotels, and how do they make their decisions? Well, much of the time, uh, people will make a decision to stay at one property or the other. Um, some very small will, will decide to, to jump up or down, depending on which, which one you're staying at, uh, to enjoy around at the, at the other facility. But for the most part, uh, people tend to stay what, where they're at because they're looking for a particular type of trip or t- particular type of lifestyle. So those who like to get out and, and, and see some of the nightclubs, uh, they'll typically stay in the Cancun resort, whereas those who are looking more for uh, f- uh, family-oriented or just pure golf will stay at the Playa Paraiso uh, resort. Now, here, we're fortunate that we have five different hotels on property, and it's from family-friendly type hotel all the way to Apollon's, uh exclusivity and adults only with the Star. Grand Hotel, which is just a sensational property. Yeah, Golf Trip Junkies, if you haven't seen pictures of these properties down there, I encourage you to go online, check it out. Um, do what's best for your group. It's really, you know, Brian, you'll, you'll tell us that, you know, bringing a group of guys down, eight guys, probably not going to want to stay in the family area. But uh, if you're bringing spouses with you, that could be awesome. But if it's a group of girls, I mean, there's some interesting you know, decisions there you can make too, going up and spending it on the awesome beach up in Cancun. Brian, there's so many, there's so many different options you can make, but the cool thing is, is 
you know, you got two options for golf at your disposal for your buddy trip. That's exactly right. There's just, there's a lot to do in the area, you know, not just in Cancun proper, but all the way down to, to Playa. So I, I think it's a, it's a great place. And this is one of the main reasons why John, you and I wanted to have this conversation with Greg and team in the first place, because there's just so much to do and, and Cancun so, so easily accessible from really any airport in the U.S. This just makes very good sense to, to think about this as far as an option for any, uh, any of the junkies out there that want to get outside the country. Now, Brian, one of the awesome things I love to talk about is the food. Now, Greg, I'm sure you've got some amazing Mexican food dishes. Let's start down. What What is your favorite or where do typically groups like to hang out when they're hanging out at the, uh, the Cancun? And then we'll make our way back down to Playa Paricio. Uh, restaurants, bars, what do you recommend up in that area? So in our Cancun property, uh, we have uh, several restaurants that are just fantastic uh three of them they look over the beach you know the japanese hibachi style where they give you a nice show in front and you've got the fire and you've got the guys flipping your food all over the place it's absolutely fantastic uh you also have the the steakhouse which has excellent uh kobe beef and you have uh excellent ribeyes new yorks it's just a if you're a meat eater that's a that's a great place so a bunch of nice restaurants in the uh, Cancun property. Now, coming down to Playa Paraiso, it's much more uh, grandioso and much larger. We have 21 restaurants on site wow. here. 21 restaurants, uh, which include uh, Mexican restaurants, surf and turf, uh, Japanese um, as well, uh, and, and specialty uh, specialty restaurants. So really, I mean, you can just eat yourself silly here. If you no want. doubt. Now, uh, any, any particular place that people, that a group might want to make sure they put it on their list before they go, at least have one dinner at, what do you recommend down there? Yeah, I would definitely recommend if you're staying at the Barrel Star Grand, that you put Tony's on your list because it is absolutely one of the best dining experiences you'll have. Now, what's the attire? Is that something they need to bring a jacket to? What are we talking? Or is this kind of uh, resort casual? Well, uh, no jacket. No jacket required. But uh, pants uh, or slacks uh, are, are required for the uh, evening restaurants. That is good to know. So if you're going down there, Golf Trip Junkies, bring slacks because you can't wear shorts. So that's good to know. Um, now, I'm sure there's just bars and margaritas pouring and flowing everywhere on both resorts. I think, you know, that's pretty self-explanatory. But is there any particular bar that anybody that you would recommend that they go either up north or down at the uh, Parisio? Well, they both have uh, really nice cigar bars where Ooh. a lot of folks like to, to hang out and smoke cigars uh, after after the round. and. You know, either crying their tequila or laughing it, however <laughs> the, the day went. But yeah, uh, nice cigar bars, uh, excellent atmosphere and ambiance. So I would recommend that you have a Cohiba and uh, a Don Julio after your round. That sounds amazing. So what are the best times to visit for the full experience? Obviously, you know, October time frame, you get some hurricanes buzzing through there. What, what do you recommend is the best time to visit down there where it's not too hot, it's pretty mild, or is it always hot? How, how do you describe that? Well, I'll, I'll tell you what. After my 18 years of, of living here, um, I've, got it, I've got it nailed down pretty close. So if you want to visit here, the best time is from November 
till March. Uh, and you're going to run into some absolutely fantastic weather uh, during that stretch of uh, during that stretch of time. You probably average uh, somewhere in the mid 80s to lower 90s. Uh, nice gentle breeze, 14, 15 miles an hour, uh, and a real good chance of having sunshine. So I would recommend uh, that's our best time of year to come down here is from November to March. Now, do you guys have a shoulder season where it's, you know the golf or the lodging is a little bit discounted? Uh, I know sometimes people like to take advantage of that. Yeah, uh, w- uh, we do. And our shoulder season uh, usually starts the week after Easter, and sometimes it falls in uh, April or, or, or late March. So that shoulder season is basically April, May. June, we have uh, the national market, so we're actually very busy during the summertime. Uh, and then we have a, another shoulder season, which is uh, September and October. And we do we do have a lot of people that will take advantage of some of the specials that we have during those times. Now, is that because it's just so ungodly hot down there during the summer? Yeah, it's it's pretty sticky. It's it's pretty hot. I can't I can't uh, I can't lie to you. It gets it gets pretty sticky. Yeah. Upper nineties with ninety uh, percent humidity. So uh, if you if you can handle it and you like the heat, uh, you know that uh, August September time is uh, you're going to find some great deals. Awesome, Brian. That's kind of sounds like Midwest golf in the summer, anyway. Nineties and humidity, ninety <laughs> percent. Just yeah, I can just walk out my back door for that. That's right, <laughs> and we do it all the time to get out there and play golf. I love it. When you cater to groups of eight or more, do you guys do anything special for a buddy trip or anything like that when they're coming down there to see you and they're going to be spending, they're going to go 18, 36, 36, 18, something like that. Uh, do you guys have any special accommodations for their golf journey down there? Uh, well, uh, we do have uh, uh, unlimited golf packages, which uh, can be tied into their, to the room space. So certainly uh, we, we cater to those, uh, to those folks. We can do, uh, your competitions, your daily competitions as well. That's part of the service that we give here, uh, calculating your skins, um, keeping control of your, your accumulated scores. And then we can deliver that to our groups, uh, if they, if they choose to have us do that. But yeah, we, uh, we like to kind of tailor the, the experience for each group as, as they request. Awesome. No, that's cool. Like dotting scorecards. That's always helpful, Brian. We just had that. Um, and it's so handy. So golf trip junkies out there, just know that, uh, I I'm sure Greg and his team will take care of you. Just ask the question. The worst they can say is no, or, you know, not like that. We do it this way. Uh, so don't be shy about it. Make sure you get the best out of your experience. They're willing to serve. So Greg, you know, let's talk a little bit about if you're staying up at Cancun, the, co- the golf course there is so close. Tell us a little bit about, are, are you keeping the golf clubs up in your room? Can you leave them at the club? And, and, and how does that experience work as you're shuttling back and forth between that resort and then shuttling back down to the uh, Playa Paricio? And if you're staying there going north? No, uh, most of our folks will, uh, you know, their, their first day playing with us, and if they know they're going to be playing the rest of the week or, or multiple times, they just leave their clubs with us. We keep them in our bag storage area. And then, of course, we have your uh, tea time scheduled for the rest of the week. So when your group comes down, we've got you, we've got you all lined up with the clubs on the carts, your uh, cart banners with the day's pairings, and they're ready to go. So that's nothing you need to worry about at all. If you happen to be 
going down to the other golf course or, or vice versa, that's fine as well. We can arrange the transportation for you, get your clubs loaded up, get you to the golf course, and then get you back to your uh, respective hotel. Well, that sounds pretty easy. So when when they're when they need the the ride down there, do they con- schedule that with the concierge? How do they make that work? Yeah, well, they would uh, schedule it directly directly with us uh, here here at the golf course. Okay, and we'll make those arrangements for them. Ooh, that's handy. Well, that sounds awesome. So, Greg, we have to take a break, but when we come back, uh, Golf Trip Junkies, we're going to share some secrets and some super cool gifts from Greg and his team at the Ibero Star Resort in Mexico. So stay with us, and we'll be back right after we thank our sponsors. Hey, Golf Trip Junkies, John here. I am so excited to tell you that TripCaddy.com has a whole new look for 2021. At TripCaddy, we put everything in one place so you can easily create awesome golf trips. You can explore all of the popular destinations, request a quote, then organize your trip information for your buddies. If that's not enough, join the conversation in the TripCaddy Live community to interact with others to share wisdom and gain valuable insights to create a truly memorable golf trip. You can even access special offers and insider information while accessing all of our podcasts. When you're planning your next buddy golf trip, you'll definitely want to make TripCaddy.com your first destination. That's TripCaddy. Hey, we're back and we're having a great conversation with Greg Bond, the director of golf at the Iberostar Cancun, as well as the Iberostar Playa Paraiso down in Riviera Maya. He's sharing some awesome golf trip goodness down in Mexico. So Greg, let's jump right into it. What other local entertainment options or to-dos? There's all kinds of stuff to do. A lot of people have already been down there, but what do you recommend that's close to the resort or maybe hosted by your resort that uh, people can take advantage of? Well, I I tell you, it's interesting that you should mention that because one of the greatest advantages of this destination uh, is that there is so much to do. It's it's actually, it's also a little bit of a disadvantage uh, for golf because there's so much other things to do in the area. Uh, but I would absolutely recommend that anyone who comes here, uh, go do an archaeological tour, uh, whether that be at Tulum or Cobal or Chichen Itza. Uh, it's such an interesting uh, history of the ancient Mayan culture. Uh, I, I can't express enough how interesting that is to go, to go see that, understand about the people who uh, originally were here, uh, many, many years ago. And, and that culture actually still, uh, still lives and still exists. There's over a million people that still speak the Mayan language. And so I would definitely recommend to take, uh, some type of archaeological tour. Now, for those of you who are, uh, a little bit more, uh, risk seekers, we've got zip lines, um, cenotes, uh, under, underground caverns to, to go search. Uh, there's just so much to do here. It's just incredible. Now, Brian, we can't walk away from this podcast without asking how much disappointment there was when the world didn't end from the Mayan calendar. Greg, uh, <laughs> what was the response to that? Were people holding their breath, or what was happening back then? I don't know. I mean, it's uh, it's one of those things that um, I think it was a little bit uh, misinterpreted. It wasn't really meant that the world was going to end. It just means a new cycle, a new cycle of, of the world is beginning. So uh, I think uh, as, if, if you look into it, how it's actually meant, wasn't that the world was going to end, it's that a new cycle of the world was beginning. 
Ah, well, thanks for that explanation. So I'm, I'm going to take that as they didn't yet get to the next calendar that they were needing to build to, to introduce the new cycle. That's pretty cool. Well, thanks for that. Now, Greg, you typically have the practice rounds down at the Playa Paraiso for the Mayacoba Golf Classic. Do you guys open that up for guests before or after? Because I'm sure it's in pristine condition, even more so than what it typically is. But is there something uh, special that golf groups can take advantage of to come down and watch the Mayacoba and then play a little bit yeah, as well? Yeah, you're, you're exactly right. Uh, the, the course is in great shape all year round. But specifically for big events like this, for the, the qualifier for the Mayacoba Golf Classic, it is absolutely spectacular. We get the greens up around 11 on a stent meter. Uh, any faster than that with these undulating, undulating greens would be almost impossible. Uh, but a lot of people will come down during that week, take advantage of playing golf here, and then going over to see the Mayacoba Golf Classic at uh, El Caminion, uh, which is really a great event. And year after year, their, their field gets better and better. Um, this year, Dustin Johnson just uh, confirmed he will be in the field. So uh, it's it's a really a great event, and that's a great week uh, to come down to the destination to play some golf, to watch some of the greatest players in the world compete on uh, on a great venue. That's cool. Is the uh, is the Playa Paraiso closed off the entire week to public play, or do you have some opening? No, there? we're uh, we're open. The only day that we're closed is the day of the qualifier, which is uh, the Monday that precedes the the tournament, and uh, then after that, we're open for uh, guests and public alike. Gotcha. Brian, that could be pretty cool for golf trip junkies to book that time to go in and play in those tournament conditions. How cool no would that question. be? No question. That would be a great time to be down there. So, Greg, some secrets and some must-dos when you're visiting and bringing a group of 8, 10, 12, you know, 16, just a handful of buddies coming down, guys or girls. What What is the must-do thing that they that they just they can't leave without doing? What do you well, recommend? Well, you got to go down to Fifth Avenue. I mean, that's a, and that's absolutely mandatory. you got to go down to Fifth Avenue uh, to the restaurants, the bars, to the shops. It's It's a great experience. It's really about uh, five or six miles long of just all kinds of um, uh, all kinds of things. Some of the best uh, some of the best restaurants, Mexican food, uh, all the cuisine that you can think of, and they've got uh, great nightclubs uh, to visit. Don't stay out too late because you're going to have an early tea time. But uh, you've got all kinds of festivities. Um, so if you want to get down into Playa de Carmen. I definitely recommend that you go up to Fifth Avenue. That place is a lot of fun. How cool. So, Greg, as we get ready to close here, let's talk about some key takeaways. What do you want our listeners to walk away from as they kind of think about coming to Mexico for their next buddy golf trip? What would you want them to just know or demystify any of the you know, fears or, uh, or maybe they just didn't know. How would you like our listeners to kind of walk away from this discussion? Well, I, I'd like them to walk away knowing how easy uh, a golf trip is to come here. It's really a seamless, it's a seamless trip. Uh, you arrive at the airport uh, 20, 30 minutes later, you're on the facility, and you're two minutes from the clubhouse. And you've got world-class golf all week long. It is absolutely about the easiest golf trip that you could possibly have. We're here to help you guys out, whatever you need. We can set you up, and we do a fantastic job at it. So I want them to come away thinking uh, how easy a golf trip is here in the Cancun and Riviera Maya. 
I love that. And hey, Brian, you know, one of the things I, I also love about that area is that the prices are so reasonable. It's, it's yeah, you're easy. exactly right. I was just going to make a comment earlier about uh, going down to Fifth Avenue. I mean, that that's probably one of the highlights. My, my brother and, and uh, some other friends went down there and we went to, down there a few nights and, you know, you can you can go to, to different restaurants. You've got some very nice high-end restaurants. They've got nice nightclubs, and but but just the energy and and the the number of people just walking around. It's just, it's just a lot of fun. And, and then you just jump in in a, a car and take you back to the hotel. It's, it's very close and very easy. Um, I just think that the whole experience is just it, it, it really is killer made for you know taking a group of guys down. Some guys may want to stay back to the hotel and hang out by the pool. Others may want to go into into town and. Um, you know, take it up a notch or two. Guess what? It's all right there, which which is part of what Greg's talking about. It's all right there. And to sweeten the pot a little bit, Greg, you've got something special for our listeners. What is it and how do they well, get it? Well, anybody who uh, books through our friend Sandra Reed at the Meeting Alliance and through her group, we're going to give a free round of golf that they can use uh, for whatever contest they want, closest to the pin or long drive, however they want to use that. But they'll have that free round of golf here and waiting for them uh, when they book. Cool. Which uh, which course no, is that? Be at, uh, if they're staying at the uh, Cancun Resort, they'll have their round there. If they're staying here at the uh, Playa Paraiso, they can have the round uh, here as well. So just a little something to sweeten the pot and make uh, make that shot on one of those par threes a little more interesting. <laughs> That's great. I love it. As many of our golf trip junkies do, they the the golf trip leader, whoever's putting it together, they may snag that for themselves. And uh, you know who you are. You're listening. You're smiling. So uh, that's so generous, uh, Greg. I appreciate that, and our listeners appreciate that. Just remember, golf trip junkies, you have to mention when you book with Sandra that you heard it here on the Golf Trip Authority. Uh, and then you can receive that. So thanks again for that. So as we're getting ready to close, how do how do you get there? Let's just kind of talk about what's the best way to get there. Do you have to rent a car? Do you get the taxi? Do you guys have shuttle service to the airport? What's the best way to get uh, there? Most of your tour operators, the people that you that you book your trip through, uh, will be able to set that up for you. So once you get here, normally the the process is there'll be somebody waiting outside the airport. Uh, they'll have your name on a sign, and they'll they'll pick up your group, and that's usually handled uh, once you once you book through your uh, your preferred operator. So I'm sure Sandra will hook you up. Make sure you ask for it; she will take care of you. Uh, how do we connect with you, and then how do we make reservations? Well, uh, the best way to do it is to get a hold of Sandra Reed, our girl at GolfAmerica.com, and she will be more than happy to make the arrangements for you. Uh, for your hotel and for your golf, and she would be the contact person, and then she'll put you in contact with us for your specific needs, whether you need card signs, uh, personalized scorecards, whatever you need on the service side. But get a hold of Sandra Reed at golfamerica.com. Thanks for being on the show today, Greg. This has been awesome. We really appreciate your time. Thanks, Brian. Thanks, John. Hope to see you guys down here soon. Absolutely. Great job, Greg. Thank you. Golf Trip Junkies, you've been hanging out with Greg Bond today at the Iberostar Resort. I'm your host, John, along with our show caddy, Brian. And we're here to remind you, don't just show up, show up prepared. Thanks for listening, everybody. 
Hey, Golf Trip Junkies, we'd love to hear from you. Please share a comment about this episode or any of the others and connect with us at thegolftripauthority.com. It's also linked over at tripcaddy.com. You can also find us on Facebook and Instagram. Thanks again to our sponsors, Morning Read and Shipsticks, and thanks to all of you for helping us spread the word. Talk to you soon.